Hello and welcome to the Kailash podcast, live from the yurt. This episode is produced by Winnie, who is one of our new residents here. We decided to get together and share our reflections on Samapan meditation, which we practice here. Samapan is roughly translated to surrender. And so in this episode, you'll hear from each of us who live here, one by one. Um, and our reflections on Samapan, I hope you enjoy. And we'll probably do this again, because the practice changes and evolves as you'll hear from everyone throughout this episode. Enjoy. We are situated in Flow the Van on the Kailash land. I'm today's space holder, Winnie Wolf, allowing the conversation around the Samapan meditation practice. Hi Winnie, how long have you been living here? I have been here for just over two weeks. Let's uh only a short time. Uh, so far, uh, what does Samapan mean to you? I find I am constantly learning and this understanding of what it means constantly changes. But I believe for me it's opening up into that spacious awareness that holds all of experience, so all sensation, all sight, feeling, smells or everything uh, being able to rest in that space for me that's that's surrendering so sometimes I catch myself even when I'm working, walking from my van to the lodge kind of being ahead of myself and jumping forward and, and, and feeling like I need to get there and then I, I catch myself and I can just kind of whew, sit back and I'm more receptive, I'm absorbing more, I'm looking around potentially, or I'm even walking a different way because it's where I sort of feel like my soul is driving me rather than my mind just going, we're going to the lodge, that's, all right, cool, walk there. So I guess that's surrender for me. Okay, well, would you like to take us through what it's like for you for that half hour inside the yurt each evening. Oh, well, uh, it's very different every day. I would say it's a combination usually of time thinking and distracted and then um, being coming back, sort of noticing the thoughts and, 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 and being that open awareness. And sometimes more recently, I've actually experienced a feeling of a complete void of, of absolutely nothing, uh, which was quite surprising. I felt immediately that I wanted to fill it. <laughs> Uh, yesterday, I feel like probably because I had a lot of sugar in the afternoon, uh, I did find that my mind was racing a lot, but 
I was still able to sit back and kind of watch it. It's become almost like a game for me, which is watching my thoughts go by and going like, oh, look, I'm frustrated. <laughs> Rather than having to cling on to that as my identity and like, I'm frustrated. Oh, what have I done? It's just like, well, there's frustration here. Uh, yeah, I guess that's that's me. Okay, cool. So how would you, how do you pull yourself back? How do you notice that you're frustrated? Well, that's a really good question. I don't really know. I seem to, through the continued practice, it just happens more and more. So I guess it's um, something, you know, how they say neurons that fire together, wire together as I'm practicing it at something that's just happening more and more. Uh, Yeah. Thanks, Winnie, for sharing. I think that's a great place to wind up. Now we'll start getting the other residents in and see what they have to say. We'll just introduce Joel. Where, how long have you been here? Uh, yeah, my name's Joel. I've lived here for close to six weeks now um, and originally came out on a retreat six months roughly before moving here. Cool. So you've had a fair amount of time with the Summer Palm practice. Um, what would you say that it means to you? What does um, surrender mean to you? The practice of surrender seems to be... Um, a subtle practice instead of getting hit with a hammer maybe hit with a feather each time and giving in to showing up the next time and slowly becoming aware of the the subtle felt world but surrendering to the fact that there is no secret source no magic trick it's just show up consistently donate your 30 minutes and surrender to any expectation or any outcome. Cool. Do you, how do you find that 30 minutes feels then from an internal perspective? Can you take me into that world? It could be the longest 30 minutes of my life or it could uh, much more rarely feel like potentially two minutes. Um, with the straight back I'll feel sometimes waves of emotion come up um, they never seem to, they always remain internal. It's a very short burst, but I feel like that's maybe when I'm connected to someone or there's potentially something working through me. But whilst sitting, I'd say it's thoughts come up and there'll be times where they last a lot longer than others or they follow on to another one but it's the gentle reminder of surrender that thought or even, you know, if I start to maybe have visions or a, a feeling is, is to surrender the good as well and, and just witness and understand that I'm not in control, I'd say. Yeah, and you said you like feel emotions come up. How does that, how does that feel or how does that manifest? Like how do you know that that's what it is? I'm not too sure. It feels like it, it comes up from my chest and then all of a sudden 
behind my eyes. Like the only thing I'd relate it to is like I would want like the beginning of a cry, but I've never come close to crying and I'm not sure that it is that. It's sometimes, yeah, on the inhale, it seems to come up like this energy is moving up and um, obviously the focus is on the crown. So maybe, yeah, I'm working through, um, you know, reaching that higher point and, uh, and I'm not there yet. But again, it's surrendering to what will be will be and, and show up for the 30 minutes. Well, that kind of leads on well to a question that I was hoping to ask is, do you think that you have achieved state of deep meditation during a during a session or any time maybe once but that was during um, like a live stream meditation that um, we were watching here um, which I think went for maybe 75 or 90 minutes something like that um, do I think I've achieved a deep state during meditation? I'd say a brief deep state, potentially. Um, a short moment, but if I were to say sum up the 30 minutes, that might be 30 seconds in total, and that 30 seconds might not be all one moment. It could just be a brief moment of becoming one and nothing all at the same time sounds merge body body is gone no awareness of tight hips tight knees sore back anything like that um but most of it is i'd say i don't know if i'd call it hard work most of it is the work the practice and a very small percent is achieving that deep state of meditation. Yeah. Thank you. I think that's probably a really great little clip that we've got now. A little taster of how your experience has been so far. Perfect. Yeah. Thank you very much. <laughs> We have Julie. How long have you been living here, Julie? I've been here for two and a half months now. Yeah. Cool. So practicing samapan every yeah. day almost. Yeah, um, pretty much. What does samapan or surrender mean to you? For me, surrendering is honoring the moment and just allowing and accepting what arises in that moment, um, not forcing or controlling what I think onto it, if that makes sense, yeah. or what I, yeah, I think that's it for yeah. me right now. That's my definition at this moment. And so could you walk me through what... Our, that half hour practice that we do in the evenings from an internal perspective what that kind of looks like for you um, from an internal perspective what that looks like <laughs> for me I sit down um, um, I feel into the top of my head and then I just allow whatever wants to come up to come up 
while I watch it. Um, so what kind of things yeah, come up then? Mostly I notice it's just processing from the day. Um, and yeah, thoughts are always of the past or of the future. It seems to happen for me. So yeah, it's just mind chatter and I'll have to keep bringing my attention back to the crown. Um, and sometimes there's sensations in the body and I'll watch that as well um, while keeping the focus on the crown. So it's a bit of a juggling act. Um, yeah, sometimes I get little insights and that helps to release some tension from the body I experienced recently. Um, but on the whole, yeah, I'm just doing my best just to watch. Sometimes I get pulled along by my thoughts a bit longer than I'd like, but that's okay. It's part of it as well. And yeah, I almost allow myself to go down those little tangents now because I found that when I kept pulling myself back and going with the thoughts and pulling myself back, it felt very scattered and I felt like I was battling with myself in a way. So now I just allow the thoughts to run out while just watching it and doing my best to remember the crown. Yeah. Yeah, nice. Um, do you feel that you have reached a state of deep meditation through practice at times? Mm, at times there's been little tastes of it. Yeah. Do you as remember like, the as... first time that it happened? Mm, no. <laughs> I wouldn't say I'd be able to, but as far as I am aware of, that I've experienced up to date, it's been the deepest that I've reached so far. Um, and it seems it comes after a stormy period in the environment, okay. in my own internal nature. After it's all settled, then that place is a bit easier to reach in a way. Yeah. yeah. And usually in the practice that we do in the yurt or... Um, yeah, yeah, in the yurt, um, the group energy can be very um, helpful in getting us there. I think also because it's connected to an ancient lineage, leaning into that collective energy is very powerful as well, so... Yeah, I feel like I'm going along with a stream that is flowing very strong already and it's not just me trying to forge my own path. I'm getting, yeah, swept along with a path that's already been forged before me and been walked by many before me. So, yeah, it's definitely in the group group practices which also helps me in my own practice as well in my everyday life not sitting there it's getting easier 
to bring it into every activity. Easier to surrender? Easier mm-hmm. to, yeah, possibly. And also easier to remember that state is always there. Yeah. Yeah, that state being? State of surrender, possibly. Yeah. A state of um, ease and just feeling into something greater than myself. Um, feeling into a space of openness and spaciousness and allowing. Um, I say it's getting easier to do, but still it's very difficult because I still get hung up on my emotional triggers and that kind of stuff. But yeah. Beautiful. (laughs) (laughs) Well, thank you so much for sharing. Awesome. Um, Thank you for finish up there and, um, yeah, we'll sign off and, uh, cool. Thanks for, for sharing your thoughts and reflections. Thanks for having me and asking me, <laughs> forcing me to vocalize what I'm going through, which is a bit bizarre for me, but yeah, great. Cool. So now we're welcoming Mitch into the van. Hello. <laughs> How long have you been living here, Mitch? Nearly 11 months. Wow, so that makes you the second No, I lied. Resident? Nine and a half months, Nine so nearly 10. Yeah. yeah, right. Awesome. The um, second resident? Yeah. Yeah, well, no, technically not, but yeah, the second longest second standing. Longest, yeah, yeah, at the moment. Um, so then what does Samapan or Surrender mean to you? Oh, Samapan, surrender. I I take it as surrendering to the soul, um, which is the message. Um, but when I first came across it, I was like, surrender. What what like what to? What would I surrender to? And is it um, an external like surrendering to the external to what's going on around me, or is it surrendering to a feeling that's coming up, or some thoughts that are coming up or a desire or an intuition or what is it? What am I, what am I choosing to allow in? Cause I, that's what I feel like surrendering does, right? It allows in that, which we surrender to that, which I bow down to is then going to come in fully into my being, um, potentially more so than sticking my nose up at it at least. So, yeah. So then in that half hour practice that we have at the end of each day mm. where you're practicing your surrender, mm. what does that look like for you from like an internal? Yeah. Um, every night is different. Every day is different. Um, most of the time I wrestle a little bit with what I should be doing. Um, even though one of the principles is don't have any expectations of anything happening, just, just allow it to happen, allow the meditation to happen. Um, but I find myself, oh, okay, I've got some pain 
in this part of my back again or like my, my left shoulder blade um i'll breathe into that a little bit and see just go go slowly and softly into that and see what happens and i might sit with that for a little bit um i may yeah come back to the top of my head many times and then get taken away from it again many times sometimes but yeah pain like that in my body or thoughts that come up um i guess in a i don't know that i've had a complete 30 minutes of awareness on the top of my head i don't know that that's happened yet and i've been here for over nine months um but that's what i aim to come back to uh is when things come up whether it is a pain in my body or a thought um, or a story um, and sometimes they can be really good thoughts and stories sometimes really amazing creative ideas um, is just to let them go and come back to the top of my head and that's a continual process sometimes I want to hang on to the thoughts and hang on to the stories and be like oh this is a really good one maybe I'll just think about this for the rest of my meditation then I'll come out of it and I'll be I'll know I'll know what to do with it or I'll go into action with it um, but what I'm working towards and what the practice is about from how I understand it is letting those things go and just coming back to the top of my head and just letting my awareness rest there. Um, sometimes there is sensations that come up which make it a lot easier to hold my awareness in that spot on the top of my head. Um, sometimes in the past those sensations have come down, but most of the time there's not sensations on the top of my head. And most of the time it's um, I have some sort of physical sensation up there, but it's very subtle. And like a, a tingling or like a it, pressure? And or? It's, it's more like a, um, a pressure most of the time. In the past it has been tingling. Um, and still sometimes it... It, it tingles last night I got some tingles um, that, that's lovely um, and yeah easier to work with than um, a pressure um, I don't feel I've articulated this as cleanly as I would have liked but I guess it maybe just shows how different it is every time and I feel that I've made it easy on myself with the practice um, to not expect anything from it really it's like I've had really nice ones where there is a lot of sensation and it actually feels good in my body um, and I come out with um, sort of a heightened emotional state uh, a joyous sort of heart uplifting emotional state but most of the time that doesn't happen and that and that's okay um, yeah and would you say that you have achieved a state of deep meditation or your understanding of that at any point? Yes. Yeah. Do you remember the, like, the first time it happened? Like what, what yeah. scene that was in? Or could you tell us about it? Um, hmm. Or even how it feels? Yeah. I mean, what came up is maybe not the first time I experienced that, but something that sticks out is... I was curious as to what 
my soul, which resides um, at the top of my head, would sound like and what it would say, and whether it would be much different to my normal self, and whether it would say something that I wouldn't say, and it would be it would sound completely different, or if it would be um, something that I would say and be very similar, and something that came through was um, just this this short sentence of thank you for being here, and it was something I feel that when when I when that happened internally, what it felt like was. Um, spaciousness really I, I remember describing it to um david and and the people at the time here that it just felt big it felt it felt bigger and i think the better way for me to describe it is spacious it just felt really really spacious it felt like there was a space between what i'm seeing and hearing and where my awareness sort of rests and where my awareness is and when i heard that internally thank you for being here um, it felt like it was a big, big space and a big, big voice that resonated through that space. And that's, that's what it felt like. Yeah. That's beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for sharing that. No problems. My pleasure. Um, I think that's where we can, it's probably a nice place to wrap up. Yeah? Okay. Thank cool. you very much, Mitch, for sharing and coming into the, into our little podcast space. <laughs> Thank you, Winnie. Thank you, Winnie. <laughs> got Clemens here. How long have you been a resident, Clemens? Since April last year. Um, so that's a bit over one and a half years. Yeah, yeah wow. a lot happened. Longest standing resident. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so that means for all that time, almost every day, you've been doing the um, practice of Samapan. Yeah, um, I, started, I started about a month in. Ah, uh, okay. And then, yeah, every day except for a few occasions few days off every now and then yeah so what does it mean to you um yeah that's something that's discussed here quite often um but it changes over time um but the essence to me seems to yeah let go of all the things that bug me um for quite a while it was social situations, so when I was in big groups or something and felt uncomfortable, so I had to had to let that go, had to calm myself down. Um, and uh, yeah, that just widened to all of life. Yeah, just wow. let go. That's amazing. <laughs> um, do you, how, how does that look when you're actually inside that half hour practice um from an internal perspective what is it what does it feel like or what does it look like or what's that can you tell us um, about the experience yeah so in the in the start in the beginning the first few months uh i've i saw myself getting emotional when i thought about certain situations from the past or made stuff up about the future and i really felt the emotion coming up and um, then when the emotions got less strong and I could surrender them and, and just see the thoughts, then what came up was uh, 
oh no, I thought again, and thoughts came and came in, and and I got stuck again and, and traveled somewhere like in in my thoughts. Um, and so I had to let that go, and uh, now it's it looks more like thoughts dropping in, and I might get caught, but not too deep. And then I just return back to sitting and nothing really happens. Yesterday there was a little bit of emotion coming up, um, which isn't bad, of course, surrender that as well, surrender the need to surrender. Um, but usually what happens is I just return to sitting in the, in the yurt and back to the crown um, without any physical or more mental reactions to what came up yeah. yeah that's um so far what's been happening do you think that you have experienced what you'd understand as deep meditation through the practice maybe a few times yes um but i'm sure it goes deeper beyond my comprehension yeah yeah do you was there something particular like that happened or like the lead up to that experience that was made it somehow different or like can you explain uh, more about yeah quite early in there was one one experience um where i sat a bit longer so everyone left the yurt i sat alone a bit longer and i had a really had a quite strong emotional release and I knew, okay, this is about surrender, right? I just learned it, right? This is about surrender, let it come out, let it go, and let it pass. Just watch it, be be attentive all the time. Just watched it. Uh, so, so I sat and just watched it. Um, and then after some time, it of course ceased and got less, and I saw through it. I saw, okay, I just got really, really caught up. And I let it out, and um, now it's over, and actually it's not as bad as I thought in that moment. And that was like an instant, it was not a thought process, I didn't, didn't ponder about what happened, it just occurred in, on the screen, right? And that calmed me down immensely, and then I felt... I, I was still located in my body, somewhere between head and chest. Some I couldn't really figure out where. It didn't matter in that moment. And I began to witness all my senses just floating by, as as, as people say with clouds. Like watch the clouds. You're the blue sky, and your thoughts are the clouds. Uh, in that moment, physical sensations, thoughts, emotions, everything was clouds going by. And I could see thought, like see is maybe the wrong word, but I could sense somehow thoughts coming in and getting stronger and then seizing again in, in one flow without doing anything. Uh, same thing was, was happening for... Um, sensations in the body so I could feel the body is there but I wasn't really in those feelings I wasn't feeling them as I do now um, 
and then soon enough like the the mind came back and like grabbed on and and uh, i said okay yeah that's enough and stood up and went uh now looking back i probably should have sat a bit longer but again surrender that and <laughs> everything's fine again yeah Do that was pretty much the one of the strongest things i felt yeah do you find yourself sort of trying to grapple back into that state ever like mm. your mind sort of going like that's what it's meant to look like or not really that was i regard to that as an experience and experiences are just more clouds uh so it was nice in the moment and it's nice to think back but it's not something i try to get back because that very trying is what's likely to prevent that from happening yeah i also really liked what you said about like on the screen mhm mm yeah it's a really nice analogy do you feel that sometimes you're the observer watching everything on the screen yeah that was yeah. that moment yeah. right and yeah. um sometimes i get get a feeling of that but definitely not as strong and i could maybe say vivid as that so that was really yeah nice that was really the step back and it happened i didn't do it it just occurred and just another happening yeah uh thank you so much for sharing that story it was really beautiful i think that's a really nice place to to wrap up mm -hmm. uh thanks for being in the van clemens thank you for having me <laughs> no worries <laughs> Welcome to the space, Sasha. Uh, how long have you been living at Kailash? I've been here uh, just a few days off, two months. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, and um, practicing samphan every day. Absolutely. Almost. Well, yeah. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. M multiple times a day, actually. <laughs> Excellent. So then, what does the practice mean to you, or what does surrender mean to you, or samphan? Yeah. Yeah, I think um no actually, is it I feel um I can only answer that that question really with uh with the feeling um and I think every day that question of surrender kind of changes uh yeah, changes a bit for me as I I feel it in different parts of my body um and yeah, it just means a a complete letting go of um, the stories of the mind and and feeling where they connect with my experience on a bodily level. Wow. Yeah. I, I don't know if that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like the, I guess, the sensation within the body and the, how that translates into, like, reflections in the mind. Yeah. 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 yeah, exactly. Yeah. And... Yeah, I think because the practice feels, Samapan for me feels very strong, you know, often outside of, outside of the yurt or, you know, outside of the meditation space. Yeah. Um, and it's, it's just something I keep coming back to, um, you know, continually throughout the day. So, uh, yeah, 
it just feels like um to have this space to to watch watch my mind and watch how surrender um feels to me um is yeah coming coming home <laughs> um could you describe what that half an hour at the end of the day kind of looks like for you yeah, from like an internal kind of perspective like what sort of, I don't know what might come up what it might feel like or yeah yeah it just it feels it feels like the moment the moment I sit down um you know some days I, th- I think I my mind is just so yeah so restless that I I think I you know I I can't meditate right now, um, but then as, as soon as I sit down, um, as soon as I sit down, I just feel like progressive levels of relaxedness, and it feels like uh, I don't know if I can say it in words. It's like a doof 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 doof. Like things are just like clicking into place, and um, and yeah, it just feels. It feels like yeah, learning learning to become more more relaxed and present in the space, and um, just like absolutely nowhere to hide from your mind. Uh, so yeah, it just feels. Um, Is that through the inact because of the inactivity? Yeah. 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 Exactly. It's like this is this is my holy space. This is. Um, I think just the the introduction or sort of like the the mantra leading into um into the practice of just remembering that I'm I am uh, a holy soul <laughs> and I am a pure soul uh and that and then just feeling you know my my body and my breath and everything just let go um it just it it blows me away every day yeah it feels very different so do you feel like you have reached a point of deep meditation at some point through the practice? Yeah, yeah. Yeah? yeah. Could you describe perhaps like maybe what first, what, what the first experience was like or like an experience that really stands out? Um, could you describe? Yeah. Perhaps the environment or what the feeling was for you or how you, how you differentiate it from the other meditation that you do? Oh yeah. Yeah, it Yeah, I think I mean some some days the deep the deep meditative component doesn't come in until later on until uh I feel I've I've had to slash like some of my own illusions to get to that point. So sometimes I don't know maybe 25 minutes in, uh, then I start to feel sort of the, the click. Um, but yeah, generally to go into like that, that deep space, um, with Samapan, it feels, um, it just feels like wholeness. Uh, it feels like it starts sort of, it starts in my center, like the center of my being. And it's just, there's no differentiation anymore between, the mind and the body and you know the heart or the words that I'm saying to myself it's all just it's just all existing and um yeah yeah so it's just like a 
complete expansiveness where I'm not I'm not I'm not existing as as you know Sasha in this flesh suit like yeah yeah no names <laughs> no no <Yeah>. names <laughs> is there something that would um that you found perhaps that leads up to that being easier to reach or you know like something about your day or your mental space or mm. good question yeah I think uh yeah for for one um yeah just making I guess that quality of that quality of surrender um having that not a not is a a mental construct of like reminding myself throughout the day so much but just like that feeling in my body of being aware when there does feel like there's when it feels like there's unease or tension and and just remembering what that feeling is like to you know surrender and to to drop um and to just to release some of that stranglehold um and so I think to be aware throughout the day of what it feels like when you're not in harmony say and then how to get back in harmony um that really you know I feel like that's that's the the groundwork for um for me to have a good meditation in the evening um and also to not to not eat as well before meditation is a really big one for me um to make sure that there's been at least a good two or three hours before um yeah uh yeah of of not eating before meditation um yeah and and just just uh, yeah as always just trying to keep connected with my breath um they're they're my main <laughs> my main big ones beautiful thank you um probably a good place to wrap up thank you very much for coming into the space and sharing all these little tidbits <laughs> David here. Hello. <laughs> David's one of our custodians of the land. Um, how long have you been here, David? Oh, three and a half years going on eternity. <laughs> <laughs> um, so what does Samapan mean to you? I look, Samapan, you know, for me, surrender, this practice is like it's a it's an embodied feeling more than anything that that it means you know it's a it's a it's a process it is the reality of the soul and its relationship to god and being brought into that so it it's kind of it, it's a feeling of alignment with the reality of things more than any um concrete idea so it's an embodied process more than something that can be grasped um what do i mean by that possibly you know rather than doing some upon it's like the recognition that the only game in, in the only game in town is surrender and and the the feeling that accompanies me when i come to that realization over and over and over again that that there isn't anything that i could do or there's nothing i can accomplish that that feeling is is what I associate with what Samapan is. Yeah, 
So then, um, as far as your meditation practice, uh, when you head inside the yurt for that half an hour at the end of the day, what kind of, what does that look like for you? Or yeah, what does it feel like? The, the process of coming and sitting down and recognizing all of the areas where I've got expectations and I'm uh, trying to do stuff and then coming to that realization or the feeling or allowing or creating space for that feeling to arise um, such that there's a recognition of, all oh, right, there's actually nothing to do and there's no reason to sit here and there's nowhere to go. Oh, isn't that quite nice? I'm held, you know, just like this little baby in my arms at the moment. You know, she can protest and fight and wriggle. And then there's a moment where she's just like, and it's like that. That's what I feel the meditation practice is. It's not like I attain some wonderful, colorful, enlightened, um, trippy visual state. It's more just, uh, you know, maybe 28 minutes, 29 minutes. And then there's just a, (sighs) (laughs) (laughs) and so if we can get a little bit more time with the Bubba here, um, what that gives to you then in your so you take that half an hour out of your day mm. at the end of the day and then how do you see that sort of supplementing then the rest of your time what is um it, it gives an opportunity for one to begin to define themselves in relationship to the practice so rather than the practice itself being the thing that then um bolsters it, it's bolsters life it's the one carries themselves as a being who is engaged in an ongoing practice so for me that means that when i sit down and i work out well who am i well okay there's a bunch of people that live here and they get something from coming and sitting and meditating and i get something from it so the space is defined by it happening i'm personally defined by knowing that this is something that I do um, same same with the Hatha yoga it's like well I I do it I do it because I do it because I do it and when I forget who I am and I wake up and I'm shaky and I don't know what the hell this game is about anymore I remember that at 6 30 we're going to be sitting down watching the painful process of the mind rest sometimes joyous process of the mind rest and so, so it helps orient my being. So, um, yeah, more, more than just the, the, the fruit of the practice, maybe, which is sometimes a, in a limited sense, a quieter mind associated with less, less thoughts and less um, attachment to thoughts or feelings or sensations. One of the great things is, is the... Um, the new sense of being that emerges you know you sit I, I sit now nested inside of a a larger story a, a larger narrative which you know may may not be absolutely true but it is it, you know we, we live we must live inside of a story of some description you know the, the egoic aspects of mind for me certainly must have some sense of orientation it's all well and good to say i'm not attached and i'm not connected to anything but that's a lie you know because you're attached at least to breathing you're attached to food you know if you if you if you're so far non-attached 
cool sit there and do nothing and then allow the body to to disintegrate on its own accord but my experiences <laughs> thus far have been that that I will get hungry I will need to take that breath so if I commit to being defined by somebody um, as somebody who engages in a forthright manner a respectful manner with with which you know like when when I honor as sacred what's been given, this body's been given, this mind has been given, and when I define myself as someone who honors and cherishes and worships that, I've just noticed a good outcome for me and people around me. So it's a, there's a positive feedback loop when, you know, the, the more sincere I take this um, pursuit, the more that life reflects the beauty of being back at me. Um, you know, and, and it's hard to hard to argue with that you know like when the beauty of life and and the joy of abundance and the prosperity of this little soul who's decided to grace us come into our life or come into mine and Rajni's life it's 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 very difficult well I compare and contrast that when I didn't make time to sit now I did make time to do yoga like a hatha yoga practice for many years and when I did it I'd feel better and when I didn't do it I knew I should be doing it <laughs> so now when I do it I feel good you know and if I feel the tension in the body if I feel the tension in the mind I go and engage in these practices it allows me to touch a place inside of myself that gives me the the rest that the soul needs yeah well, I think we might be. Yeah. <laughs> we might sum up. Yeah. Tara's calling it. Also, a bit of wind coming through. Yeah. Um, thank you so much. That's some really great insights that I've yeah. certainly um, enjoyed, and I'm sure people awesome. will. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm really excited to see how it sits um, aligned or in in conversation with the other um, the other. Uh, the other reflections upon this practice that others have shared. I feel that this is a very, very important piece that you're putting together and one that will showcase the diversity of what surrender can mean to everybody. And it's a unique journey and one that... Um, it's one that life is going to push us into whether we like it or not. And I'm <laughs> surrendering to the little goddess who wants to go and have some of mummy's attention i think so thank you Perfect. thank you david awesome <laughs> oh, here is a passage from samapan yog of the himalayas part one Autobiography of a Realized Sage, A Spiritual Journey, by H. H. Shivkrupanand Swami. Everything is contained in the word Samapan, but people can't understand the meaning of Samapan properly. Arpan means giving up something out of whatever good things you have, and that too with good feelings. This is Arpan. And the meaning of samapan is to surrender everything that you have. People think that to surrender everything means to give up all your wealth, to give your physical body for work, or to take a vow to undertake Guru's work throughout your life. This is what people think. But this meaning is wrong. The word Guru is at a soul level. 
and wealth is at a material level. Thus wealth has no connection with Samapan. Working for the Guru all your life with your body or surrendering your body for Guru work is also not Samapan. Because the word Guru is at soul level and you are talking about handing over your physical body. When surrendering your wealth is not Samapan, then surrendering your body is also not Samapan. Then what is Samapan and how can it be done? First of all, it's necessary to understand the meaning of the word Samapan. The word Samapan is Atmic, of the soul. The word Guru is of the soul. Thus the feeling of Samapan should also be at the soul Thus the feeling of Samapan should also be at the level of the soul. The meaning of the word Samapan is that you should destroy yourself completely in the physical form and should merge yourself in the atmic form of your Guru's energies. When you dissolve sugar in milk, it doesn't have a separate identity, but the taste of the milk changes and it begins to taste sweet because of the dissolved sugar. Similarly, when the disciple surrenders before the Guru, his identity is wiped out. How can the disciple hand over his wealth or physical body to his Guru when he doesn't have a separate identity? There's no question of handing it over when it doesn't belong to him anymore. I am surrendering my wealth means that I is still alive. I am handing over my wealth means that I is still alive. It's very easy to give up one's wealth and one's physical body because even after handing it over, one's I remains alive. I surrendered my body. I handed over my wealth. Samapan doesn't mean surrendering one's body or wealth. The meaning of Samapan is to hand over your I sense. This I in a person is very deceiving. It asks you to hand over your wealth but keeps itself safe and asks you to surrender your body. Thus the eye remains safe. We shouldn't get caught in the deception of the eye. We have to give up the eye and to surrender the eye is the real surrender. Samapan means to destroy our identity and make it void. To empty it so that Paramatma's energy can descend through the Guru's grace. When we surrender before someone, the Guru to whom we surrender is also a medium. Actually, we keep surrendering to Paramatma only through the medium of the Guru. Then we too become one with Paramatma. But this surrender should take place at the soul level. Otherwise, I can bring about your downfall at any time from any level. beautiful way to assist my own understanding and growth by bringing you this podcast. It has been a pleasure, dear listeners. I hope to grace your ears again soon. Winnie Wolf and Flo the Van signing off. Thank you for tuning in to the Kailash podcast. Big thanks to Winnie for taking the initiative to record this one, produce it, and to everyone for chiming in with their reflections. I hope you enjoyed this, and stay tuned with us. We are 
putting together a lot. Um, we have weekly online sessions happening every Wednesday and Thursday. And we're also developing a 45-day Learn to Meditate course. So stay, in, stay tuned for that. Sign up to our newsletter on our website. And leave a review for this podcast if you enjoyed it. Share it with your friends if you enjoyed it. Hope to see you either here or online in the comments or in one of our online sessions. Until then, take care.